to Minding My Business. This is a platform created for women who are wanting to elevate their business, their mindset, and their life. If you want to catch these episodes live, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Instagram at Tanya C. Oliver, where each week I'll be interviewing a powerhouse guest. What is going on, everybody? And today's Tuesday. You know that this is about minding my business, where every single episode we bring on a powerhouse guest to help you elevate your business, your mindset, and your life. This is a platform, we love our men coming here to support us, but this is a platform really for women to help elevate other women looking to build mental strength, mental resilience, and just boss up in their lane so that they can really thrive in their life. So today, I'm excited to bring on one of my dear friends, but also a boss that's mastering her own lane, Jennifer. And I see that she's on right now, so let me invite you up. Hello, beautiful lady. So for those of you that do not know, Jennifer is a real estate investor. Um, she's also puts on events recently with Michael Newell on Learn to Build. I was just at that event. It was amazing. You. you did a phenomenal job. Very impressive. Um, yes. Also property manager for over 300 homes event and brand director, managing real estate broker, um, and amazing mother, Aww. woman, friend. <laughs> I love it. Thank you name you. it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Did I miss anything? Is there anything else that with all those back end things? I'm always into, into something. So I'm open I love to it. any opportunity. Yeah. Um, and for those of you that did not know, Jennifer had run ballroom dance studios. And so that's literally how we fell in love in our friendship is she asked me to dance and she was an amazing dancer. Nobody else could dance. And I'm just sitting there sad. And here she comes up, this beautiful woman. She's like, would you this dance? And I was like, story. oh my God. And then found out. Yeah. And then found out that you actually, no wonder you, you thrive in this area because you were able to transition your success of running a company beforehand and then just pivoting it into the next. So what, if you don't mind me asking, got, so got you into, into real estate, estate on a whim. So yeah, um, I used to love watching mm -hmm. all the flipping shows. And as I was going through my career with ballroom dancing, I started with one franchise and then it grew to three. Mm -hmm. And every time um, we would build out our studio, we'd have the different contractors, right? We'd design it. And then we started having other franchisees ask us, you know, who are we using? Who did our floor? Who did this? I'm like, you know, I really think that I could flip houses, right? I kind of understand the construction process, very good mm -hmm. at organizing people where they need to be. And it was something that I just kept tossing around. And then a friend of mine said, you know, you should just get your real estate license. And so uh, I was like, you know what? Why not? So I still owned my franchises at the time. And I went, took the course, got my license. And I didn't want to just jump into flipping. I wanted to learn what real estate was, right? I wanted to learn all of it. I didn't want to just go and start buying houses. I wanted to understand the whole process. So I looked for someone with a lot of experience and I found a woman that had been in real estate for 33 years. 
And I said, I want to work under you. I'll do whatever it is. I'll follow you around, but I want to learn from you. And it was a humbling experience because I'm coming from owning franchises, managing a team of 14 full-time staff, Mm -hmm. no one really telling me what to do, but it was excellent for me to have that experience because I learned so much from her in a short amount of time. So what takes people maybe five years to learn or 10 years to learn, I learned in one year of uh, being her, you know, under her, having her mentor me. And she was very, very busy, but I would just follow her around. I'm like, you're going on a listing appointment? I want to go. You're going? Oh. And she was like, oh, my gosh, you're everywhere, Jennifer. I'm like, well, I want to learn this business so that when I purchase something, I understand. I want to do my own evaluation of the property. I don't want to trust anybody else. I want to know how I'm going to sell it. I want to know, mm-hmm. you know, the buyer process. So I really wanted to know all the ins and outs. And that led me to a very successful first project. Uh, my first flip was I bought it, mm. completed it in 45 days. Uh, I think the whole process took us less than four months. So, and we made six figures on that first flip. So, oh. you know, having that education was really worth it. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing too is people don't realize like, you're never gonna know until you have the experience. So you can go and study all the courses, regardless of whatever like your industry is. But it's never going to like, you're never gonna know or have that experience until you have until you like put yourself in the trenches where you actually have to do it and learn along the way. And you're making it sound like it's such a smooth process. And one of the the reasons why I love this show is we get to talk about like when we face plan and some of the strategies that you're able to build that mental resilience and that mental strength. So when you were, you know, in this process of, you know, changing one career to the next, because there's a lot of people that don't feel fulfillment in their current career. What was it that, um, what would be like a success strategy for like a mindset of letting your, like letting go of the ego? Like you mentioned, like you were able to, just go from leadership to then um, being mentee. Interesting question. I think for me, um, I don't ever try to reinvent the wheel, right? So I know that there's always someone that's done it and they've done it better or they're doing it right now. So I want to learn from them and I want to try to eliminate as much failure as possible. Of course, we're going to fail and there's going to be hiccups, but when you have a roadmap from someone else, um, it just makes that process that much smoother. I had plenty of, of failures and I can go into any of those, but um, I think, you know, just having, having that roadmap and, and, you know, just saying, Hey, you know what, let me be humble. Let me learn and, and be in that space of, of, of learning, you know, and being receptive to, you know, just give, getting the information that they're giving you, whoever's mentoring you. What, what were some of like the key components, like when you did during this, like the journey of even, even the growth in the next level? Cause I know that you're always striving. One thing that I really admire, I mean, there's a lot that I admire about you, but one of them is like, you're constantly like getting better. You're constantly positioning yourself in spaces for your growth, even though you don't feel comfortable, even though you don't feel confident maybe in that moment you still 
push forward. And what is more of like the mindset that you have, like, or that inner dialogue when maybe you're not feeling so confident, but you do it anyway? Because a lot of people that have gotten very that stops them comfortable with being uncomfortable, if that makes sense, right? So <laughs> I know yeah. that things are going to feel bad. I know that I, you know, it's it's going to be hard and it's going to be challenging and awkward. And I have to let go of my ego in many situations. And I know, the, I know this. So my mindset is, you know, always, uh, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be hard, but I push through and I'm always having that self-talk of this is part of the process. Mm -hmm. And as long as you stay the, the course mm -hmm. and you keep consistent, you you'll, you'll get to where you want to go. Um, you know, consistency for me, you know, has proven itself over and over. You know, if you, you don't even have to be that talented, but if you outwork everyone around you and you stay consistent, you really can do almost anything. Yeah. What would you say, like, some of your non-negotiables are? I know, like, you're very active. You're always posting your stories that you're, like, getting your CrossFit in. Sometimes we'll go dancing together. What are some of your non-negotiables as far as, like, your routines or your rituals that you know – really help you be prepared for whatever obstacle or challenge that yes. you're going to so, face in your day. So work. Working out for me is a definitely like a non-negotiable, right? So that's pretty much every day. First thing in the morning, I work out, right? Um, I set the night before I always set up what my next day is going to look like. I never go in blind, right? So every night I plan out what am I doing for this next day? What I have, I write out a to-do list. Um, and I always have a, a, a game plan. Um, I start off every morning with, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what I'm grateful for. So uh, I say a prayer for all the things, you know, mm -hmm. that I'm grateful for, my children, where I live, being healthy, all, all, you know, the list goes on and on, right? So I start with gratitude. Um, and then another huge thing is who I spend my time with. Um, I don't negotiate on that. Like, you know, if you are not a positive influence in my life, if you are someone that's bringing any form of negativity, um, you just really can't be in my circle. And it doesn't mean I can't love you from afar, but um, me, me being successful really um, depends on, on, on that, on who I have around. And it's, you know, I've worked too hard to let anyone take me off track. So that's a, a, another huge non-negotiable. Mm. Have you noticed, like, speaking about that, typically I'll ask that later, but I, I think it's a good transition. But, like, when it comes to, like, friends or even family, you know, sometimes family are the people where you're just like, oh, I just can't. Like, I'm trying so hard. What would you say, like, are some pivotal things with, like, core values of people that you look for in your inner circle? And how do you know when it's time to uh, I think let go? values, it's people that are authentic, um, that are, you know, genuinely good, you know, and they care about the people around them. They know how to put, put other people before themselves, um, you know, generous, uh, you know, I definitely, I, I mean, yeah, you know, just good people, good hearted people. You, you, me, my best friend. <laughs> You know, where are they going in their life? You know, um, what are their, 
you know, what are their goals? Are they working towards anything? Um, you know, what value do they add? And it doesn't have to mean that they add value in a business sense, right? But when I speak to them on the phone, are we uplifting each other? You know, even if maybe they're not a, an entrepreneur, that's okay. But um, do they add value in some way, you know, yeah. because I try to add value always to the people that I love, right? So I really want to get that back. Yeah. I know, I know when we went to this event, like, because we both have such limited time with all the projects and stuff like that. But one thing that I know we were, you and I were talking about, I was like, isn't this actually fun? Like being around meeting new people that have like a more expanded mindset than us. And we're like kind of doing it together. And like when there's an event, you invite me. When I have an event, I invite you. And it's nice because we can spend time together and catch up and still like do something you know and I have to say so I'll share something personal with you guys um Saturday Mm -hmm. Sunday I was kind of in a funk right so we all go through that right we go through these these funks right where we're kind of like eh and that's how I was feeling I was feeling a little bit down Mm -hmm. uh and you (laughs) texted me uh she texted me actually Saturday night and we had been planning to go see uh Brian speak a, a friend of ours and, you know, she reminded me and she's like, are you mm-hmm. coming? And for a moment, I was like, you know, I don't know. And then I'm like, no, I'm going to go. And it turned into this incredible day. We went to uh, watch Brian speak, which was, you know, Brian yeah. phenomenal. And we went over to Miami and we got, we got to see one of the sharks from Shark Tank speak. That was David. That was incredible. Damon John. Um, we got to see Katie Kay, who's like my new, like, I'm totally mm-hmm. fanning on her. She's like my new girl crush, like, love her. Something years old and a billionaire and a woman, and oh my gosh! So it's that just goes to show, though, yeah. like your how crucial your circle is. If you weren't in my circle and you didn't push me on that day, just the way I've pushed you on other days to go out, you didn't push me on that day to go out. Yeah. I wouldn't have had this yeah. incredible experience that whole day, and I made a bunch of great new contacts. I'm actually DMing with Katie K. Right? I'm like, Katie K, what can I do to be around you? I just want to be in your presence. She's like, we'll we'll work it out. So just just having the right people in your circle open up so many doors and and it's always going to push you to the next level. I my success is one thousand percent about the people that I've surrounded myself with. I give so much credit to that, you know, the connections that I have. I have an amazing, amazing, you know, group of people around me. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I mean, and you've been there for me, too, in moments where I was, you know, I was in the process, they call them like, um, I was just going through so much trauma. And it's just like knowing that people are there to like, hey, like, inviting you, you know, being invited to things where you don't need to sit and talk about your problems, but to shift you out of that mindset to be in a different environment to to remind you of like hey let's yeah. get moving forward again <laughs> yeah that's fun though Katie um, K. Oh my Katie K. I know we're both that's so inspiring she sees us Katie K. you guys go follow her tell her we were like fangirling she her said, she's our new wifey broke plus broke <laughs> equals broke Right. I was like, yes, that's the, you know, but she, but I think that even means more than just your finances. It's like your spirit, 
your mindset, your like, what conversations are you having? Like, that's the reason why I created this podcast because I wanted to get to meet and even heal my relationship with women and know, like to be proven every single week, how amazing women like yourself are and to get to celebrate you and get to like, learn about you and what you're going and for you to reintroduce yourself, you know, because you're different and on different ventures than when you and I met a year ago. I'm proud so, of you. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. Okay. <laughs> this is about you. Enough about me. Um, what would you say, like in days, like you mentioned one tip about being around friends and like just somebody inviting you somewhere productive for an event. But like, what are some tools where you feel like you are self sufficient in that when you're feeling low or you're doubting yourself or you're feeling discouraged or you're feeling weak that you that you use to like get you up and running that you can, if people are listening and maybe they're in a funk right now that they don't have a Tanya, but don't worry, you guys always have a Tanya and a Jen, just send us a message. Um, but if you don't have positive people and maybe they're in a transition, what are some tools that you, that you think are really powerful to help you kind of like snap out of it or get uh, back up when you fall down? has been huge. And you know, there's a lot of, I think confusion around what meditation is and, and the different types of meditation. I do a lot of visual, visualization. Um, and that really, that really helps me tremendously. Um, I'm always, you know, visualizing, you know, where I'm going to be in 10 years, where I'm going to be in 20 years, but it's not just like, it's like a picture in my head. I can see myself and I can see my, where I am and, and my kids and all of these things, um, you know, are, are there for me. And um, meditation has been huge for that. That, you know, really helped me with that. So whenever I'm feeling, you know, just off, I will, I pop in my ear, my ear pods. I put on mm -hmm. some, some nice soothing meditation music and, um, you know, I use that as a tool. I pray a lot. I'm never, I'm not religious. Um, that's a whole nother uh, podcast, but I grew up extremely religious. I'm not very religious, but I'm very spiritual. And um, prayer is also a, a huge tool for me. Um, you know, just asking for, for God's guidance. I'm very, I'm very much in the mindset of everything's already planned out. And I'm just kind of going with the I'm going with the flow, right? I try not to fight against anything um, because, you know, God has been very good to me and he has really uh, protected me and guided me. And so that's also something that, that helps me a lot. Yeah. I heard one of the biggest things that changed my mindset. Um, I love following like Real Talk Kim, Pastor Kim. And I read the other day, she's like, rejection is God's redirection. And I think sometimes when we're so like hard headed or we're so like making things happen, we're trying to push against things that are not for us and it's trying to protect us. And we're trying to keep at it. And, and, and it's like, and for me, like every time I do go through something that's really challenging, you know, um, I, you know, went through a divorce not too long ago. I changed states. I've gone through, you know, quite a few things. Um, and every time it brings me closer. So I'm grateful. It brings me closer to God. It brings mm. me, um, you know, it helps me grow in those moments. And so I'm, I'm, I am actually grateful for the, the trials and tribulations that I go through and having that shift in my mindset has been huge, right? 
because it used to be, I'll be very honest, mm-hmm. like, why me? I work so hard. I do the right thing, right? And so now I say, thank you. Thank you for this, you know, problem. Thank you thank for you. this situation. Thank you for this relationship that didn't work out because I was able to learn mm-hmm. ABC and I was able to grow and I was able to grow closer, right? Like, I feel like in that moment, right, you, you really – you have no one to turn to, and, and in those moments, I turn to God. It, it, it always works out. You know, it always works out at the end. And even in the moments where we're like, this is the worst mm-hmm. thing ever. Like, I don't understand. So as a, you know, you've got your two babies. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. They call them like the adopted aunt. Um, I know you really prioritize your children, and you work, like, full-time, um, I know if I ever needed anything, you would be there. You're just one of those people where your door's always open. How do you justify like making time for that? Because a lot of people are like, oh, well, I don't know how to balance. I don't know how to balance family and full-time career. I don't know how to balance well, friends. I'm gonna quote you, Tim, like, what would you say to that? Because you always say that you'll never find balance. <laughs> so I stopped trying to find this perfect balance because there isn't, right? So um, I, get, I, I will be very honest. I always feel guilty. I want to spend more time with my kids. But, you know, for me, like, I know that my example mm-hmm. is one of the best lessons that they can learn, right? So um, they're my number one. You know, mm-hmm. my world revolves around them. Um, but working as hard as I do um, you know, I know that that's an example for them. And, you know, they're, they're already little entrepreneurs. They, my daughter had started her own little makeup company. And then Marcella wanted to start a sneaker design company. And like, so I love that. And I could see it. So in those moments, I'm like, you know, I'm working really hard. I, I do feel bad sometimes that I can't spend more time with them. But I know that my example is influencing them. And it's going to set them up for success in the future. And the time that I do spend with them, I really try to make sure it's quality time. Like yesterday, um, you know, I was busy all day, but I was like, I stopped and I said, Marcelo, come on, we're gonna cook together. And to me, like, those are the best moments, right? I'm teaching them how to cook, I have them on the grill, I'm seasoning the meat, I have them seasoning the potatoes, like, and those are the things that he'll remember one day. So, no, I'm not a mom that is with them 24-7. I never was. I always worked. But the time that we do spend together is quality. And um, they're amazing humans. Like, they're just, you know them. They are great, great, great kids. Well, they're a reflection of you. I think if you look at people's two things, they're animals (laughs) they're animals and they're children like that's how you see like how well somebody's doing um and I I was gonna say but you said it you I do notice like being around you you're so present like when you're with people you are so present and it's not like you have to be there all day but even if you are there for that one hour that that establishes so much more intimacy with with a person like even when we're together like you're fully present you're not anywhere else well, well, and it's really you. admirable and I've worked hard on that you know and that's something that that is some one of the things one of the mm-hmm. self-talks that I do to my you know is is be present 
enjoy where you are right now in this moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I was very much the person that Mm -hmm. was constantly, I I will be happy when I achieve this. I will be happy, you know, when my kids, I'm able to Mm -hmm. buy my kids this. And then I just realized that I was missing so much. And it's something that I really, I still work on. And, but I appreciate you saying that because it is something that I consciously work Mm -hmm. on is that when I'm with the people that I care about, when I'm talking to anyone, I want to listen because if I listen, mm-hmm. if not, it doesn't care about you. I want to listen. I want to, I want to hear what they have to say because everybody has something to give and yeah. it's just about, about listening, you know? And so I want, and I want to be present. Um, the the mm-hmm. phone is really, you know, a bad addiction. And um, I'm one of them. I'm on Instagram all day long. Uh, exactly. Right. Oh, we're on the phone uh, right I now. I really do try when I'm, when I'm with my, my loved ones to be, be there and be in that moment. Yeah. And I think that's the greatest gift, too. Like, people think it's, like, about materialistic, but it's really about, like, a presence mm-hmm. is such a gift on Absolutely. its own. Yeah. When you're um, – when you're talking about, like you mentioned about priorities, what are, what are priorities? What would you consider priorities for you? And you mentioned the difference between like prioritizing. We talked about balance and you're like, no, mm-hmm. not about balance. It's about priorities. Um, and you also mentioned about the guilt. One thing that I can say, like as an example, because I think the greatest lesson the way you teach somebody is by showing them and by doing. This is where I I completely admire you on raising two children, being a single mom and an entrepreneur, business owner, co-partner, like in in charge of all this stuff. But you always prioritize your self-care. And I know that's a really, really hard thing for a lot of mothers, let alone business owners. early on that if I wasn't good, no one was good around me. I learned that many years ago and I am the you know I'm the priority so people might say that that's selfish but if I'm not mentally right you know if I'm tired if I'm unhealthy if I'm cloudy I can't be the best mother I can't be the best leader I can't you know fulfill the agreements that I have for my partners and investors so I'm, I, I prioritize myself, my health, my, my mind, um, being, being self-aware. Hey, it's Tanya. I'm calling a quick timeout intermission huddle. So bring it in. I'm personally inviting you to our inner circle. It's our monthly VIP meetup with other achievers just like us. Each week, I'm teaching everything you're going to need in order to be successful to step into the most elite version of yourself. I'm going to break this down play by play, the tools, the systems, the strategies, everything you're going to need in order to operate at higher levels mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically. Look, we're in a season where the idea of full potential just isn't cutting it anymore. It's time to really be it now. So Click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the inner circle. Peace. Mm. And, and what would you say, like, have you noticed that you said you haven't always been like this? What would you say, like, do you notice like a positive shift that your children saw? Because I think that's the biggest concern that a lot of especially women have is like 
the kids are gonna it's gonna take away from the kids but you're saying it actually adds um, to that you know i think i think my kids have always seen me as this entrepreneur you know i've always that, that's all they've known me as um i'm definitely happier here where i am oh. in florida and i think that they can feel that for sure um you know it's always been a priority for me though to be my best version for them so I don't feel like even though I was going through struggles even though I was going through a divorce they had no idea because I really just made sure that when I was with them the best version of myself showed up is that where your non-negotiables come in place like you would say like as far as like your workouts, your meditations, like to get you right, we call it like the work before the work. So even being a mom is yeah. a whole entrepreneurial lane on its own. I, I consider mothers one of the top entrepreneurial, like yeah. the toughest entrepreneur position to have. I'm just, I'm not one, but I just, I think if you have that role, that is probably one of the most um, important it is. It is. roles to have. affects them. You know, so, and it's not about you anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, it's about them. Um, but that's actually one of the best things, you know, one of my favorite things about having kids was that it took me out of that, like, me, 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 right? Like, because before that, really, who is it, right? Yeah, you have your parents, your brothers, sisters, whatever, your, your friends. But when you have a child, you forget all about yourself. You throw yourself in front of a train for them. You, you, you forget about all of that. And it, it teaches you self-discipline that a whole yeah. other level, for sure. And the self-care is a big aspect of being selfless, mm -hmm. you're practically saying. I mean, I know this, but this is, like, yeah. I'm not a mom, so yeah. I can't speak Definitely. from experience. What are some of the, um, when it comes to, like, say, example, okay, so we're closing off this year. We got about seven weeks in. What are some ways that you, how you set, you mentioned you, like, you visualize your goals, you see your goals what how do you establish when it's time to pivot if you know like you're not on the right course mate because maybe you set let me explain it like this way like say you set a goal right and you realize like midway through you're like wait a second I don't want this like I thought I did but I don't how do you whether it being a goal for relationship a goal for your body a goal for your business like how do you know when it's yeah i do. Do, you, um, do you know what i mean something that i've really been working on because sometimes i stay too long because i'm i am mm. relentless right so it's a curse and a blessing right <laughs> so if i put my mind to yeah. something it's like i've got to do it i've got to complete it i've got to be successful at it and that's just not in business. That's in relationships as well. So uh, I will fight. I will try my very, very best um, to make things work when they're just not working. So I'm really actively working on that, that when things just are not aligned anymore, when things are, um, you know, not making me happy, you know, uh, when they're not fulfilling me anymore, when they're they're just not in line with my goals, I have to let them go. And um, I'm actually, with one of my businesses, kind of feeling like that right now, um, where I just need to make a little bit of a pivot. So I'm always reevaluating, and I'm always um, just seeing, like, does this, does this make me happy? Right? Um, you know, am I passionate mm -hmm. about it? 
because if not, what am I doing? You know, making money, like I've made money in a lot of different ways, right? When you do something that you are excited about and passionate about, it's 10 times easier and it's fulfilling. And so I have to just keep reminding myself of that and that sometimes it's okay that if one path that I thought, you know, didn't work out, it's okay for me to pivot and, and go a different direction. Mm-hmm. I've let go a lot. I used to be this, like, goal setter. At the end of the year, I was like, okay, here we go. I would lay out all the goals, and I would have my, like, weekly, monthly, yearly. I don't like that anymore. Like, and I know there's a lot of mixed uh, uh, views on this. Like, some people say goals yeah. are good. Some people say goals are bad. I, I think goals are good, but for me, having them so detailed uh, was not was not for me. That wasn't the way for me. So yeah. that's a rebellious side in you coming out. Exactly. Don't tell me what to do, including exactly. myself. So I have a lot of goals, but I'm always <laughs> open to the path changing, yeah. right? And I'm always open to the opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I'm, I'm blessed that I'm always brought opportunities. I'm like, these are given to me. And, and I'm like, okay, I need to evaluate them. I need to see if they're in line. And then if this is a gift that I'm being, you know, given, I need to receive it. Um, and I may need to change my path a little bit. My goals may need to shift a little bit. And that's okay. Yeah, that, that was beautifully said. So you said like, have goals, but be open to the path changing. It's like really amazing. Yeah, I notice like a lot of people that are overachievers, like they, we all have that extremist personality. We all have that um, rebellious trait to us. It's just knowing it and knowing how to work with it because it's going to be a part of you. Mm -hmm. It's like, don't tell them what to do. I got this. You know, so I have to really keep myself in check, right? So if if I start thinking about, (coughs) sorry all the different things, right? And I've got, I'm doing, as we speak, oh, sorry, guys. As I go, water break. I'm doing a luxury, I my partner and I are doing a, a luxury flip. And, um, oh, thank you, Mike. Mike brought me some water. Yeah. My, one, one of my business, one of my business partners, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Mm. Like brownie points. Um, I'm doing a, a, a luxury flip in uh, West Palm Beach, and it's taking way longer than expected. I've got investors that you know are involved that are breathing down my neck, and you know I manage so much on a daily basis that if I don't, you know, keep my mental state, you know, in a good place, and I don't stay present. And I keep thinking about what if this goes wrong and that goes wrong. I can't, I can't do that, right? So I really have to keep that anxiety um, in check because I know that it's something, and that's part of being self-aware. I know there's something that easily will come up for me if um, I don't keep, you know, yeah. I don't keep present and take, you know, I take my tasks each day and I complete them. If I start worrying too much about 20 steps ahead. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't work for me. Maybe for someone else it does, but for me, it doesn't work. 
you mentioned that too we were having a conversation in the car about like how you shifted that like that type of energy of that anxious needy energy and you've noticed that actually that energy will backfire when you're talking about certain circumstances but the moment that you like learn to like just be calm collective like it's all gonna work out like let me just focus on giving what I can give like then now people are coming to you can you like re reframe that like in that way because I think people need to understand it's not just about like understanding about the mental the physical the emotional but also the energy that we give off and it can actually work for us or work against us when we get that in chat actually incredible uh since I moved here in Florida um the shift in my energy and then the people that I attract right so it's it's just insane right so I moved to Florida a year and a half ago I lived in New Jersey for close to 14 years I don't I couldn't even tell you the amount of amazing people I have since I've met here in Florida and I have to say there's a lot of things that go into that but I think it really has to do with me just being in a happier space and having such a shift in my energy. And um, what you were bringing up about that desperate energy, um, that's another thing that I've had a major shift with, right? So, so it's like when you're desperate for anything, it runs the other way, whether it be relationships, whether it be friends, you know, or uh, me or whatever. Um, but money. So I feel like when you're chasing money, chasing money, chasing money, it's like it goes in the opposite direction. So uh, shifting that energy to, you know, whatever, whatever I put out will come back to me. Everything will work out. You know, what's meant for me will come to me. Um, and just being grateful for what I, what I do receive has shown me without a doubt that energy is real that really putting you know mm -hmm. time into that and focusing on that and and what am I putting out into the world right yeah. and it's people think negative positive it's not so simple like I think even what you're putting out on social media what is it that you are what are you saying mm -hmm. you know are are you uplifting or are you complaining or you know like that's why, like, I don't, I stay far, far away from politics. I stay, I really, for, for me, like, whatever I put out there, I want it to be um, inspiring. I want it to be, of course, you know, authentic to who I am. I, you know, I don't want to, it's not all roses all the time, but the energy that I want to give yeah. is something that's going to attract what I want. So if I'm putting out mm -hmm. negative mm -hmm. rah, 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 all the time, I'm going to receive the same exact thing. And I know that, right? So so for me, in everything that I do, in all my relationships, in what I put, put, put out into the into the social, social media world, um, I, I have in mind what I want to receive back. Yeah. And I know that people, like, make it sound so simple, and it's not, but you really do. I mean, I'm always, like – stalking you secretly at your stories but you do you prioritize your workouts you have quality time you you invest in your children and you you are present with them you guys are grilling all the time I know that when I'm over you have an open door policy <laughs> not with everybody guys you know don't be trying to get home um 
but you also you spend time at the beach like to recenter yourself and you said you pray you meditate like those things like you don't put off you actually do um you do make them a a daily or a weekly thing and i know that when people like because right now there's a lot of fear-based mentality there's a little bit there's way more i mean i can feel it chaotic energy and people are struggling in silence and it's important now than ever that you do prioritize those things because they do pour back into you so that you can show up and check your energy and i see that you actually do a lot of that for anybody that follows you yeah oh yeah, yeah. I, love, I love you and your i wish i, was, I you know i, I get it more. i'm having a scheduling conflict with my kids getting them on the bus but um, I love to go watch the sunrise and I meditate on the beach. Mm. It's, it's a really incredible experience for anyone that lives near the beach. Go, you know, just go and, and, and it's a magical place. Or yeah. you know, there's even like uh, by me, there's like this pond. But it's just so beautiful and like peaceful. And, you know, your surroundings really do have so much to yeah. do with your energy as well. You know, uh, living in New Jersey, yeah. I never felt like it was energetically right for me, ever. From the moment I moved there, I didn't mm -hmm. like it. I felt off. I just, it wasn't where I was supposed to be. And, um, you know, it had a lot to do with the, 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 the climate, just like, there's so many things. And then I moved to Florida, I'm like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be with the beach and the palm trees and and the sun and people are actually happy here right so yeah. it's, it's it's a very different vibe yeah. and it's a vibe that fits me right it's a vibe I, like you said i'm i'm an open door like i love i'm friends with half of my neighborhood um you know i really am i yeah you literally yeah. brought jenny to the block to florida like you like I know in New York, I'm like, wow, that's so cool. These block parties, like you literally like recreated that whole like Italian family yeah. with your community friends. I know my neighbors. Like I don't really know any of my neighbors, <laughs> but I really that's what I love about you, though. Like you, that's one of your like your powerful traits is you bring people together and you make people feel loved. And but you can't do that exactly. if you're not in a good exactly. space. Yeah, no, I. You know, I genuinely love people, and so, and I love, I have found how fulfilling it is to cook for other people, to just make them happy, right? Like, you said, mm -hmm. like, bringing people together, like, I love that. Like, I love to make connections. You know, a lot of people, like, they make connections, and they're like, what am I going to get out of this connection, right? I connected you with this one, and, like, what am I going to get? And, um... You know, it, to me, it just doesn't yeah. matter. I know that it, it'll come back to me in tenfold, you know. And so I just, I love that. I mm -hmm. love bringing people together and creating that sense of community. I think that I've been lacking most in my life for so long. And I've come here and now I have that community. Um, and it's, it's really helped to change my energy. A lot of people don't understand like fulfillment, like happiness comes from fulfillment. You can't be happy if you don't feel fulfilled. So everybody's chasing happiness, but they're not even looking for fulfillment. And so that's like such a huge part. And one of the biggest things too, um, you mentioned like without saying it, but you totally said it by your being and what you've been doing is the significance of 
changing your environment to change your internal state, like changing your external environment, your location, the people you're around, um, even your career, because you changed careers, like totally big change from ballroom owning franchises to getting into real estate. And you just made so many shifts, which as you're saying, has impacted your internal state and the quality of your life. It's crazy. You know, I talk about those. Like, if you're the, you know, you're the, in the circle, in your circle, you're the big fish, right? That's how it became for me with, with ballroom dancing, mm-hmm. like where I was, right? So, um, and as soon as I made that shift and I made that pivot and I started, I got uh, involved with an organization called NAREP, which is really great, which is the National Association of Hispanic uh, Real Estate Professionals. And all of a sudden, I started networking with, with people, mm-hmm. really like successful people. And my circle started shifting. And I'm like, wow, look, mm-hmm. this is possible. And this is possible. And um, it just literally just kept. So that's always my, that's always my goal is I want to be around people that are doing way bigger things than me. For instance, my two, you know, two of the people I spend mm-hmm. most of the time, one being Michael, the other one, Michael J. Newell. Um, who uh, were building his brand, which is Learn mm-hmm. to Build. I'm actually a partner on that. And um, mm-hmm. yes, we're having an which, event. February, right? Um, Friends are always looking out for each other. Uh, being around someone that's doing bigger things, it's just scary, right? And so I love that. I, I really try to surround myself with as many big, I call my big whales as, as possible because it really just shows you that it's attainable and, um, you know, like you said, your environment is everything. So, repeat, you know, where you live, your house, you know, does your home do you like being your home? I love being, I, I moved from a 3,000 square foot house in New Jersey. It was a beautiful house. It was big. I had a big yard. I live in 1,100 mm-hmm. square feet right now and I love it. I love my space. It's, 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 the design is how I like it. It feels like home. There's good energy there. It really is. Like, it's so cozy, and it really is, but it's like you created that. All you did. Things, you know, are, are helping me. You know, I'm not, I mean, by nowhere ways where I, I plan on going yet, um, but I'm enjoying the process to get there, And um, but I'm definitely in the happiest place that I've ever been in, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's one thing to you, like, there's like a, there's a bunch of questions. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a great one. People are loving this. Um, I think maybe you and I have, like, just, we always have in conversation on expansion and growth and, you know, things we like to overcome. But what is one thing that you can say is real tremendously allowed you to step into a better version of yourself? Like, it's not like learning new skills, but it's sometimes we have to overcome like toxic traits and toxic personality traits that we know are blocking our blessings. What's one thing that you have really worked hard to overcome to really step into a more elite version of yourself. One of the things uh, I talked a little bit about this, I think is, is being present and not, you know, obsessing about the future. Um, and, uh, you know, really mm-hmm. doing what I can and being grateful in the moment, as opposed to, you know, when I get here, I'll be happy. 
So that's that's one big thing. That's true. How have you noticed that impact, like your work, your family, your the new people that you've been attracting into your life? Like, like, because people want to know this. Like, what is it? Like, what's the positive? Because the work is horrible. <laughs> like, the work is torture and painful. But like, what's on the other side? Relationships. You know, when I say I love somebody, like, I love them. Like. You know, you and I, like, we, we joke around, you're my wife, but, like, you are, like, my wife. Like, I adore you in that same way. And just having, like, you know, when you're good, you're able to, like, give more. And you're able to give, I feel like, more yeah. genuine love, you know. Um, and uh, the, the relationships that I've built have been, have been really incredible because of that shift. In a short time, in a short time, you know, I have friends mm -hmm. that I've known for, you know, I, I have really long lasting relationships, but I have friends that I've known for a year and a half, and they're they're just you're one of them, and they're just they're deep, deeper, right? Because we have these we have these yeah. conversations about being self aware, and and like we have these conversations that are deep. You know, that really go internal and we have conversations yeah. about energy. They're not just surface relationships. There's not they're not like, Oh, okay, let's go to the bar and drink. Right? So and I think I have a lot of those. So yeah. because that was just my way around, right? And so having someone like for instance like yourself, mm -hmm. you know, maybe I text you at like six AM right. like, so Hey, let's go, girl. something that I learned like even through my process of healing with people as I said like you know the people you're attracting is a mirror of you so when you find people that you really admire it's like you're my mirror I'm your mirror and when you attract somebody that you we can consider like unhealthy or toxic like that's also a lesson because those are things that we still need to look at there's a reason why we brought this person into our life there's something that they're showing us that maybe we need to work on if it's like undesired and the things that we love you're like wow i must be doing something right because i get these amazing yeah. human beings in my I, life I, yeah, no, I, I can identify certain relationships that i had the state that i was in attract those people at that time I'm like, oh that's why they came into yeah. my life and you know uh one of my yeah. and good qualities is that i like to help people but there has to be a limit to that you know and so a lot of times i like to call it to me right like i'm like oh, come here let me help you a project little project right? and i mean build you up and um that's something that I'm, I'm working on. And I've got a lot of 
Yeah. I can't believe it's already been like almost an hour. Um, I want to save this last question. I think it's a great way to close out. But for those people that are watching, because this platform is mostly geared towards women uh, to help also give women information or just confirmation to elevate their business or mindset in their life. But of course, we welcome our men. We love our men's support. What, what one piece of information, advice, a quote, would you leave our audience with for them to feel capable of implementing every single day that they know will like make a positive shift in their life and in their mindset? Evaluate often, if not daily, who you are spending mm -hmm. your time with, who you're talking with, who you're texting with, who you are spending your off hours with. Um, constantly reevaluate that circle. And, you know, I was actually, actually, it was um, the shark. He was talking about this. Uh, is it Damon? Damon was talking about this this weekend. Damon. He's yeah. about categorizing people in your life, right? So he had A, B, and C. And mm -hmm. A being the people that really mm -hmm. you know, had value and uplift you, right? And then, you know, B being people that they maybe don't take away, but they don't give. And then see being like the takers, you know, the people that all they do is take energy from, from you. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's very hard to do this. Um, I've had to make some of the toughest decisions of my life. The nitty gritty, but I've had to, I went through mm -hmm. a marriage. I have had, you know, to make really tough choices because I knew that. I had to change the people that I was around, the environment that I was in, and so constantly evaluating. It can be the person closest to you that, you know, it could be your mother, it could be your father, it could be your brother, your best friend, mm -hmm. yourself, you know, that's really um, a toxic mm -hmm. person in your life. And, um, you know, like I said, for number one, you have to be number one to be able to give yourself a real way, a genuine way. So evaluate who do I spend my time with. I love that ABC. That's what I'm actually going to do it. Um, I love that. And yeah. it doesn't always mean to, like, I do want to say this, it doesn't always mean that you have to, like, cancel people out of your life. You know, cancel, like, cancel them, they're out, you know, no. I think that it's sometimes it takes place, you know, and we give people a chance to evolve. And it doesn't mean that if you're toxic and I'm, I'm dismissing you, you're out, you're cut. No, but you know what? You just distance yourself, you know, and you and you and you spend your time in other places, um, and you just prioritize your energy because when your energy is right. Like you said, we're a mirror. You're gonna attract, attract that. That is amazing. That is amazing. Thank you so much for your energy, for your wisdom, for your knowledge um, today. You're an amazing woman. You're an amazing human being. You're amazing, and excel in every single thing that you put your mind to and I'm honored to have you on today and most importantly I'm honored to call you one of my dearest friends my wife my so 
today and people can hear from you and get to know you and go follow you make sure you go you know give some give Jen some love get connected to her upcoming event that she's been you know over delivering you guys are gonna be over delivered in this event in February and you know send her a message for the information I'll be there as well and um you know, hopefully this, this, um, minding my business served you today to elevate your business, your mindset and your life. And we will see you next Tuesday. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you found value in this episode, subscribe and share with your business besties, head over to tanyacoliver.com and claim your free thank you gift. Remember you deserve to look, feel, and live life as your most elite self.